Welcome to another edition of Religion and Rock. I'm Monsignor Jim Vlorn, and here is our producer and engineer, Mr. Stephen Sheldon. Hello there, sir. How are you? Good, buddy boy. How are we doing? All right? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. You know, it's it's a uh, busy season for us both. <laughs> yeah, it really is. I'm all over the place right all now. All of a sudden, the calm, the calm has been shattered. It's like summer what? You know what I mean? <laughs> it's all right. It's all good. That's what I'm here for. So, you know, it's all yep. good things. Thank God. Been a fun, fun time. You know, we have a synod going on. Did you ever the synod in Rome? So the Pope is having this gathering. It started out with like people talking to each other, right. people talking to parishes, parishes okay. talking to each other, um, diocese talking to diocese, the country talking to the country, the hemisphere talking to the hemisphere. One two-page paper goes to Rome with the priorities. That's it. It was like the consultation of zillions of people, and now there's a meeting in Rome with like 200 people. It's pretty cool. So all these zillions of people came down, and they took all their issues and their thoughts and, and boiled it down to one two-page letter. Well, they worked it over, yeah. Like about, yeah, you know, that's that's amazing to get. Like our diocese did a two-page paper, then you know the Northeast did a two-page paper, then the United States did a two-page paper, then the North American continent did a two-page, and it just kind of kept with great idea. It's yeah, going to be pretty awesome cool. Idea. It's going to be cool, and they're all talking about stuff. So, and of course, people are getting nervous. What about the tradition? <laughs> What about the traditions? Don't worry. We're not throwing anything away. It's just talking, you know? It's kind of fun. Though. We're talking about tradition today. I mean, our lives are kind of ruled by traditions, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, big ones, little ones, holidays. Yeah. I mean, just your morning ritual to get up is a tradition. So. Nonstop little traditions. I know, and little things that we do all the time. But traditions really do kind of flow from God and back to God. That's what we're looking at on Religion and Rock today. You know, no matter who we are, no matter where we're from, we live, like Sheldon says, with a lot of traditions in our <laughs> lives. And then sometimes something happens, mm -hmm. and all new traditions sort of have to form you had that in your own life sheldon like you know and i had that in mind you lose yeah, your mom right. and then all of a sudden the holiday tradition changes or changes. in your case like your brothers move all around the country right and then it's sort of like not everybody hanging at the house and saying mm -hmm. want to go play touch football well, you know, no, it's a lot and, different. And, i mean and it's as simple as the tradition of the of the christmas christmas fish feast so yeah like, i was talking to the fishmonger i like saying that fishmonger mm -hmm. and he was saying back in the day our grandparents ate didn't have lobster they didn't have shrimp they ate cuttlefish and you know what they consider bycatch but yeah. as they got more affluent they were able to afford the lobster and the shrimp and now that's what we grew up that's our tradition that's what if you went back 100 years they'd be like what's this shrimp what's this lobster the holidays have a lot of tradition connected to them and as does our faith and the tradition of going to mass being a part of a church yep. having a regular rhythm of prayer well, that's part of a tradition in our lives. Now, if you don't have that tradition, it doesn't mean you can't get it. It doesn't no, mean you no. can't. It modifies itself and it moves along, you know, the continuum of our lives. So just like our holidays have changed, just like our study habits have changed, probably to zero once we get out of school. <laughs> you know, know, it's interesting. Like, you know, so our faith tradition changes a little too, but hopefully we have that rhythm because the rhythm is what we need in this world. I think when we don't have rhythm, we get mm -hmm. into dangerous space, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, if you don't have a rhythm, if you don't have a balance or, you know, like a stride, you trip. You fall, you stumble, yeah. you know, and, and then you have to get back in your stride again. And people help us with tradition. People come into our lives and out of our lives to kind of move us through traditions. That's what we're looking on Religion Rock today. We're looking at the gift of tradition. How it really is a gift from God. And how when we celebrate tradition, it's not like we're being old-fashioned. No, we're kind of in the present, but looking at the past and moving ourselves forward, it's sort of the gasoline that keeps the spiritual engine and our own engines running. So that's what it's all about today, the gift of religion and tradition and all of those in our lives. Here's Pink Floyd. Time.
to start us off today. That's Pink Floyd time. You know, traditions do take time. It's not like something that just starts automatically, but after doing it a year or two, it starts to catch on. It starts to become important. It starts to be something you want to do again. And there's certain little traditions. Now, other times we step into a tradition which has been going on for a very long time. So we have like global traditions, right? Like the way Christmas is celebrated around the globe. Yeah. And we step into that as a human being, as a believer in Christ. You know, we come into a, a celebration of what Christmas is about. And that's how we do it. Thanksgiving, right, which is coming up. What do we do? We There's a certain tradition. I mean, we don't have hamburgers and hot dogs on Thanksgiving. No, that's 4th of July, right? Well, that's long standing, long before us and long after us. That'll be going on. There's certain traditions that we have in our lives that we just come upon. God has given us that rhythm of tradition. Our faith gives us a rhythm of tradition that we sort of step into, live in, and also will step out of one day. So there's kind of like something beautiful about that, that like long after us, certain traditions will go on and we participate now knowing that others have participated before us, others will participate after us, but we're part of it now and that's important, that's for sure. And here's Supertramp, this is called The Logical Song. Send me away 
Me a super tramp. The logical song. Well, that's true, too. It's like a lot of traditions are really illogical, right? It doesn't really make any difference, some of these traditions. We just do them because they're important to us or there's something that really matters and they've mattered for a long time. But they're really kind of illogical. Like, why do we have the, you know, whatever, the turkey uh, turkey trot, you know, uh, football game? Well, we just do that because that's a tradition we've always had. Does it make any sense? Not necessarily, but we just do it because it's part of tradition. I think in our lives, even in our faith lives, we have certain traditions that we always do. You look at a baseball player, they bless themselves before they get to the plate. What is that about? Well, it's not about just luck. It's about the sense of calling God down upon what's going on right now in this guy's life. I think we do that a number of times in a number of different ways. We ask God's presence in our lives. How many times are you sitting on a plane? I don't care how brave you are. And before that plane takes off, you say a little prayer, say, Lord, help us to be safe. You know, there's something about that that's important in our lives, that we connect spiritually to God and we connect to one another in that way. And that kind of becomes an important part of our life. So yeah, traditions are important. And sometimes it's logical, sometimes it's illogical, but it's all part of it. Speaking of illogical, here's the who, Boris the Spider. The Spider, yeah, this is one of those ones that's absolutely illogical, absolutely written by John Entwistle in about four minutes, it says. In 1966, it was on their album. Now, why is this song still around? Why are we even playing this song? That's a good question. But certain traditions are kind of illogical things, right? Not everything goes in a logical way. So sometimes we have these little things we do in our lives, you know, like throwing salt over your shoulder, these little kind of superstitions that kind of become 
traditions in our lives. Those things don't necessarily connect to prayer, but they can kind of lead us astray from prayer, right? If we sort of become, you know, nerve wracked by doing certain things and making sure we do them before we do something, it can kind of take over our lives. Somehow in our lives, we have to kind of get beyond that. We have to recognize that God is with us um, in the traditions of our life, in the moments of our life that are repetitive, but we don't do them just so that everything is okay. It's like stepping on a crack in the cement. No, we don't not step on a crack because we don't want our mom's backs to break. No, it's because you know, we want to be safe. We want to do the right thing. And we're always asking God's help to guide us and to be with us. There's something important about that. And that makes all the difference in the world. Here's Collective Soul. This is called The World I Know. Yeah, I want the fun high. 
his collective soul, the world I know. Well, certainly, again, the world we know has its own set of, you know, norms. It has certain things that we do all the time. And then there's the worlds that are out there that we don't know. So if you ever go to mass, like in another, you know, tradition, if you go in another part of the of the world, you know, mass will have the same rhythm because our prayer is our prayer. That's how we pray. So even if it's not in our language, even if it's an odd setting that we're not used to, a church with air conditioning or without air conditioning or big or small, it doesn't really matter. The mass is the mass. It sort of flows. I think in our lives, there are certain traditions that kind of carry us through. I find it extremely comforting knowing that I can go to a church anywhere in the world and mass will look like mass, you know, and I can go to mass and it's still going to look like the mass I celebrate every day. You know, there's something beautiful about that. And I think there's something universal about that. So that tradition kind of unites us. It unites us all together. There's something good about that. Even in our homes, the way we kind of start a meal, that we start a meal with a prayer. Is that a good tradition to start? Those kinds of traditions are really wonderful, and they help, again, to kind of build us and build a world that we know that has God embedded in it. That's kind of up to us. That's part of our tradition, and that's something we have to look at in our own lives. Here's Fleetwood Mac. This is called The Chain.
this Fleetwood Mac, the chain, it's an interesting song because in our lives, you know, there is a certain connectivity. We pass things on from one generation to the next. Think about even hosting Thanksgiving. Our parents host Thanksgiving. Our grandparents hosted Thanksgiving. And then the time comes when we start hosting Thanksgiving. And that's kind of an interesting thing. Like in my own family, my extended family, this is, you know, the grandkids now are the ones who are hosting the uh, Thanksgiving meals, right? Or the big meals in the family. And so now the people who are my age, we're going to these things as grandparents. It's so crazy. It's, you know, it's unbelievable to say. That's also part of this thing, that we recognize that as time goes on, the traditions get passed down, they get passed around. And God is with us in those traditions that we pass around. We certainly spend certain times of the year with people who are very special to us. And we're grateful to God for those people. But even in the non-special times, right, we remember those people and recognize how important they are and how different we'd be without them in our lives. There's something to be very grateful about that to God for and to recognize the power of those people and that chain that kind of connects us in such an important way. Here's the Hooters, All You Zombies.
the Hooters all use zombies. You know, Sheldon picked out some winners this week. Holy cow. You know, interesting. Um, that's an interesting thing, too, how we kind of treat um, the different holidays, right? There's certain traditions with that. Halloween has all this dressing up and all of that stuff. I was never one for really Halloween traditions. I don't really celebrate Halloween. You know, what am I going to do? Dress up like a priest? I do that every day, right? But there's something about that that we're called cool to recognize in our lives, you know, that there's certain traditions that bring happiness to other people. And so we celebrate them for that reason. But think about the important ones that you celebrate all year round, like your birthday or the birthday of a loved one or an anniversary. Those things really matter. And there's something kind of important about doing it the right way. So we find what works for us and we celebrate that in our family, that birthday or that you know anniversary or whatever it is, we recognize that in an important way. We even do that after people have gone home to God, right? We remember the day they died, and we sort of pray for them on a spe- in a special way on the day they died, or we remember their birthday or things like that. They stay with us even after those people are gone, and there's something kind of important about that. Hey, I'm on Senior Jim. We're talking about traditions today. Yeah, this is an interesting one, too. Ozzy Osbourne, Mama, I'm Coming Home. Every day 
There's Auntie, Mama, I'm coming home. Well, there's certainly the tradition of going home and how important that is in our lives, but also how a place becomes a home. Like I just moved a year ago, a year and a half ago, to a new rectory. St. Bridget's is where I live now. A wonderful, wonderful church. And like, how did this place where I live now become my home? It takes a while for that to happen, right? When you first come, you're sort of a stranger. And then you bring your junk and you hang your junk up and put your junk in the closets. And all of a sudden, somehow or another, at some point or another, believe it or not, the place becomes your home. And there's something powerful about that, like how that becomes a home makes all the difference in the world. So yeah, all of us are called to that, to recognize the power of the home and how God gives us a place. And that place is where God dwells, right? In our home. The church is the place where we gather as a community to pray, and that becomes our home. And even when you go back to the old homes, right, that still rings true. We kind of feel great about visiting the house we grew up in or even driving by it. But it's a reminder to us that we have to make the place where we live now a home, to be able to plant ourselves now and recognize the power of going home and how important that is and that there's always a door open, particularly with God, to go home and to come and to recognize that. Here's David Bowie, Absolute Beginners.
David Bowie, absolute beginners. Interesting, you know, to recognize that in our lives, sometimes we're new at things. And so we're starting traditions where there was no tradition before. I think about that with people who just got married and you move into a house and all of a sudden you go from being boyfriend, girlfriend to being a couple. And now this couple has to sort of come up with traditions. They have to figure out, well, how are we going to do these things? How are we going to celebrate that? Whose house are we going to go to for the holidays? How do we handle the in-laws? There's all kinds of things there that are connected to that. And there's something very beautiful and very holy about that. How will we make Sundays different than every other day of the week? How will Sunday be a day of prayer for us? What will we do after church? Are we just going to you know, do our own thing and see you later? I'm going to watch a football game. Or is there something that we do that's special? Do we say, well, Sunday's going to be a family day. We'll visit family. And we're going to spend time, you know, and have a meal with our family members. There's some kinds of ways in which we can do these things and just kind of really celebrate those beautiful gifts that are part of being married, part of being in a family. And certainly there's lots of ways God has called us to be together, but that's a really unique one and a really beautiful one, particularly for the newlyweds to continue to pray for that gift. Here's Midnight Oil, King of the Mountain. Oh, 
of the mountain you know about respect i'm thinking about respect here i remember when i met pope francis i was so overcome it was just a beautiful thing and then after i was with him for a couple of minutes i felt pretty comfortable i was able to kind of talk to him just in normal voice normal tone and feeling really comfortable there's something about that in our lives like when we respect people we're able to be with them but we don't have to be fearful of them it's not like the wizard of oz where we're scared of the wizard but we realize we're with people who we really admire we appreciate we're with people we love very much and those things help us to 
to be respectful of them. So we're respectful of our elders, for example. My dad's 88. I respect him immensely. There's something about that, that he's lived a lot of life. He has a lot of wisdom. There's something great about that gift in our lives. We have to find those people and give them the respect they are due. It's one of the Ten Commandments, right? To have respect for our parents, you know, our loved ones. There's something about that. To have that kind of respect is such an important thing. And that's more than a tradition. It's really a faith act for us to be those people of great respect. So we respect each other. We respect people on the roads. We respect the loved ones in our lives who brought us into this world and beyond. And we recognize that tremendous gift that God has given us. Here's Warren Zevon. This is called Werewolves of London. Yvonne, Werewolves of London, order a little Chinese, right? I love that. Look, little, having a little beef chow mein. 
it's an interesting thing, this gift of tradition in our lives. You know, we have certain things we eat at certain times, certain people we want to be with at certain times. Uh, all of these things are kind of connected to a rhythm of our lives. We have a rhythm of our life that kind of calls us back and forth from God. There's something beautiful about that. Going to church is that plugging in and leaving the church is that sending forth, going forth and coming back, sort of like the tide. You and I need tradition in our lives. Let's celebrate that incredible gift of tradition, the things we celebrate, the people we commemorate, and the way those people kind of propel us through lives. We're not alone, that's for sure. God's with us, and he sends people into our lives to help us through and to help us to celebrate certain things and remember other things. It's all about traditions. Those traditions are important in our lives, and when we celebrate them, we know God's with us. You've been listening to Religion and Rock. It's hosted by me, Monsignor Jim Vlorn. It's engineered and produced by the man of tradition, Stephen Shaldone. Have a wonderful week, and don't forget, say a prayer. <laughs>